staff, Jimmy, is he in Texas or Indiana? I think you're in Texas now. I'm in Texas. I just want to make sure because I, I, I didn't hear the birds tweeting. So I wasn't no, sure. no birds. It's too high outside. But there's been um, another batch. It's been another batch that's come through, and uh, they've already flown the coop. So <laughs> they get to work pretty quick. Nature is amazing. When you sit down and pay attention, it's is is incredible we're having some problems with nature uh at my house the deer uh the last two years the deer have eaten our weeds which i appreciate it now these <laughs> fools have decided to eat our flowers and plants which i don't appreciate so we're battling on there but uh forget about that but uh i want to ask you as a dad first of all imani bates obviously the, the kid from ypsilanti they're, they're, they're having their own academy. He's not going to be at Ypsilanti Lincoln anymore. But he has said that he's going to commit to Michigan State University to play for Tom Izzo. And we know um, until you sign a letter of intent, that really means nothing. But yeah. first of all, I'm not convinced that this kid is ever going to play for Michigan State. Um, you know, it's nice. But I, I do think this helps Michigan State from this standpoint. When you're always talking about the number one, two, or three players in the nation, and Duke wanted them, or North Carolina or Kansas wanted them, nine times out of ten, they were going to go to Duke and not Michigan State. Eight or nine times out of ten, they were going to go to Kansas and not Michigan State. Now, at least Michigan State is on the radar from a number one recruit. Even though it's in their backyard, he decided, I'm going to pick the Spartans. And I think that is, that's going to go a long way for this for MSU. Not sure he's ever going to play there, but we'll we'll have to wait and see of that. But you've gone through the recruiting process. Uh, you were the number one shooting guard in the nation, and you had your advice from people and everything. If this were your son with this talent, and let's assume the NBA is open to him, which is not right now, but if it's open to him or if the D-League was open to him, if Europe is open to him and Michigan State is open to him, he come, comes to you and say, Dad, I don't know what I want to do. I'm confused. I want to play at MSU, uh, but, you know, I know I can make money. As a dad, what would you do? What would you tell him and why? Now, again, there's a lot of scenarios that play in this because you have to look Obviously, the economic background <clears throat> is going to play a factor into the decision uh, a little bit and a lot, depending on the family's uh, preferences. So me personally, if if Imani Bates was my son, I would ask him what he want to do. If his desire is to go play in college, then go to Michigan State or Michigan or wherever, uh, Duke, wherever it may be. Um, if you want that college experience, which is not a bad thing, uh, because even though you may be there to go, or, you know, to play basketball and it may be uh, minimal uh, schoolwork so that you stay eligible, that experience uh, that year experience on your own um, and living on your own is valuable. Uh, being in a in that controlled environment in a college campus is valuable. Uh, starting your 
af- academic career and, um, you know, working towards getting your degree is important. So if that was his desire, I would definitely say do that. Me as a father, I would also say don't pigeonhole yourself. Look at your other options, which are possibly going overseas, making some money where you can make enough money, stack enough bread where you can pay for your school of choice. You could take classes online so you could marry the two where you won't be bound by the NCAA rules, but you can play professionally overseas, make a check and still start your basketball or academic career. Then you also have the G League, where it's a similar program where you're playing against professionals. Uh, You're on the NBA radar. You're getting NBA style treatment um, and you're getting a stipend or an additional money so that you can finish your uh, online degree at Arizona State University. So those three options, just those three alone, there's others. But just those three alone, I would lay in front of them and say, which one is more appealing to you? And then from that, uh, you know, we will set a plan and work it that way. Because me as a parent, I just want I just want to make sure my kids are happy uh, in this environment where it's going to literally change from doing something you love and you got a passion for and uh, you have an idea about what it's like until you get thrown into and you realize it's a business. And I know the kids, you know, they, they understand that a little bit more than what we did. However, um, when you're thrust into it, you're put into it and you realize it's, it, 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 it has the potential to eat a lot of people up. So um, I would insulate or try to deflect as much of the negative stuff um, from my experiences, just from my experience and knowing what I know, uh, to, I would do that for Armani because it's going to be like that 10 times for him. Yeah. I think that to me, the appeal to college is not the education thing. Look, if I'm the best basketball player in the nation, the education doesn't mean as much because I know I'm going to go pro. I know I'm going to get endorsements. I know I'm going to make way more money than any kid I'm sitting in class with. But to me, the appeal of college is the packed houses and the national television and exposure. I think it would be fun to play before, you know, 15,000 screaming fans at home or on the road. I think it would be fun to be part of that March Madness uh, weekends where every weekend you're going somewhere and you're playing and you're trying to advance. To me, that's the appeal of college. And a third thing I would think that's would help Imani Bates is to be under the tutelage of Tom Izzo for a year, to learn from Mm -hmm. him, to talk to him, because he's a dude that kind of shoots you straight. Uh, He's honest with you, and, you know, he lets you know what's happening in life. Um, Absolutely. To to me, the G League, uh, from a competitive standpoint, might be the best way to go from the standpoint that you're still in the United States, you're playing against pros, but you're probably playing before three or four thousand people in, um, you know, Bad Lacks, Wyoming or Sioux Falls. <laughs> uh, 
South Dakota, that's not appealing to me. It's not appealing <laughs> to me to be playing before a few hundred fans in a barn in rural America. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting paid, but that's not fun for me. And it may not be it may not be fun for a lot of people, but some of those players love the game and they're close in proximity to their families. They're not out of the country. Uh they may be uh playing in, in, in Podunk, uh Wyoming, but you know, at least they're not in Podunk, Poland. <laughs> so right. yeah, that's it's, true. It's a, it's a it's a trade-off. And uh, and again, it's just, it depends on the individual, um, you know, w- whether they're whether are willing to fly the coop and go, you know, ten thousand miles across the seas or across the waters, or five thousand miles across the water, or you know, five hundred. <laughs> and right, then you got to yeah. weigh the, the you know, your contract and your opportunity. So, for me as a father, um, again, it's about you know, their happiness about um, what they're comfortable in doing and and, and uh, maximizing their potential. So if you got options, um, let's weigh them out. Let's talk about them and, and, and weigh the pros and cons. That's 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 what we did. Um, that's how I ended on Mich- ended up with Michigan, deciding on the University of Michigan. Um, if I'm, you know, coming out right now, Monty Bates and uh, I know my. I have a, a bright future, or a potential bright future in the NBA. I'm also looking at not just Tom Izzo, because I know the discipline that he can instill in me and the um, uh, reputation that he has in developing, um, you know, players and, and the track record that he has. I'm looking at Juwan Howard because of the relationships and where he's come from and where he's been. So all of that is is something that I'm going to put on the table in front of him. If, 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 he, if, if, if I have his ear, I'm going I'm to make right. sure that he understands um, all of his options that he has in front of him. Let me ask you this. What was more beneficial for you? Was it playing basketball at the university of Michigan or playing or the years you spent in the G league or whatever league it was at that time? What do you think was better for you as a man, as a player, and also as far as supplementing your happiness in life? Um, I would say playing at the University of Michigan because uh, it was it was more uh, it wasn't professional sports. You were still uh, it was still amateur athletics, and although we were you know professional players or professional style players. It was still just the pure love of the game. The business side came, you know, as we soared and the attention, you know, uh, started focusing on uh, all the other things that we were doing, not just the basketball itself. But we were, again, politicized and we were um, uh, vilified in, 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 in ways that were unfair just because of the way that we played and because of the things that we spoke out about and we weren't afraid to, you know, to take on that challenge. So, um, so, so the thought process for the kids today, when they're making this decision, it's, it's just, it's, it's, 
is is so important because it's a business decision. This this is this is going to shape the rest of your life, and um, uh, for you know twenty years or thirty years ago, you know it was about going to a college, getting an education. Um, if you had a great career, um, you know, doing something productive society after you retired, you know, whether you played three, four five years or 10 or 15 years. Now the kids are coming out, like establish your foundation, establish uh, your platform, establish your business identity, establish your career outside of basketball. So there are many layers now um, that the players are able, but also are, are willing to take on. And, and, and that in itself is important because now, again, we're talking about paradigm shifts and money shifts and power shifts. Entertainers, athletes, you know, really have a, a, a powerful message right now and or, or a platform where they can deliver messages. And that's why it always seems like I'm preaching and I'm coming back, but that was always uh, important to us and always a goal for us to, you know, to be in these shoes and fulfill these shoes. And I hope that the athletes who are in these positions right now, as we're talking about them and their opportunities that are incredible, it just blows my mind. Um, the opportunities that they have, um, just to take advantage of it, do the best you can and lay down the trek or lay down a foundation that someone behind you can follow and build upon and make it better. That's what's, yeah. that's, that's my message. That's what's important for the kids to understand right. today. Yeah. They, they, college athletes have more power than they ever have before. Cause I remember when I was as a journalist and I asked any college athlete, uh, questions about social issues, man, they were too scared to answer. You know, yeah. they, they didn't want to rock the boat. They didn't want the fans to get upset yeah. with them. They didn't want the administration to get down on them. So they mm -hmm. were pretty much tell me off the record what was up. But when I was asking them on the record, they were too scared to say anything because they had no power. Now they have power, and I hope they, they keep using it. I think it's very important because basically – what sports fans want athletes to do, especially college athletes, dribble that mm -hmm. ball, shoot that ball, throw that ball, and catch that ball. But shut up. Don't <laughs> tell me what you think. Don't speak out on issues. And Because I didn't ask that, and I don't want that from you. So just shut up Whoa. and shoot the ball or dribble that basketball. And I think it really hits those students, and they're afraid to say anything. Now they got a little, a little bit more brave, which I'm happy to see. I'm good, and and I think, and and too, it's also uh, platforms. You mm -hmm. know, it's easy to get out here and get a blog now. So you got both, you know, profound people and idiots who have a, a voice. So we need more people uh, that that are well informed or, or more informed. Uh, that do their research um, and who are looking to, you know, to be positive and build a, a platform that we can be proud of and be, you know, happy and look towards and uh, get some, some good information from. 
and and see some growth, you know, in our people in the community. That's that's what is important. That's what we need to see. That's what needs to be fostered here. That's what needs to be uh, funded and supported. Um, all the sidetrack stuff, all the things that you know we were talking about that are that is going to come out of this. It is going to be designed, and some of it, not all of it, you know, is going to come from a place of um, you know really trying to do the right thing. But it's going to boil down to the ignorance of the people. Um, and and knowing their history and 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 not settling uh just for the band-aid and really doing some surgical work here <laughs> and being careful so we don't out there. make it cut arteries. <laughs> yeah, I know. I tell you what used to frustrate me is sometimes, you know, dealing with black athletes who would always claim that, you know, they're down with the cause and you would ask them to comment about something that was going on social at the time. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't say anything, but oh. if their agent um, or team owner was upset about something, they would speak out on that. They would they would say, oh, you know, my agent is upset about ducks or whatever it is. And so they would talk about mm -hmm. that. That used to frustrate mm -hmm. me. I said, so you can't comment on things that could help your people, but you can comment on something that can help your agent. Or help your team out. I said, man, that's 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 really messed up. And mm -hmm. I, and I used to get frustrated as a journalist, man. So give because me a break. We were, because um, some people will sell out for a check, man. I know you got to provide for your family, um, but at the same time, you know it's. It's important to make sure that the system <laughs> is is yeah. exposed, and 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 that's what we did um, in, when we were in college was exposing the hypocritical system, and that's how we became vilified. And when that happens, you still have to fight through it and 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 not be pressured in, into being quiet or silenced because that's ultimately what they want. So uh, so we won't have these important discussions. I mean, just the discussions that we've had in this past month alone, um, in my opinion, has done way more than uh, some movements that I've seen in the past 20 years. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I understood the magnitude of speaking out through Craig Hodges when he when he played with the Chicago Bulls. When mm -hmm. Chicago played uh, Portland in the NBA Finals, um, I, I approached Craig Hodges. I wanted to do an interview. And he told me this. I'm only speaking out about Michael Jordan not uh, pushing social issues. I'm only speaking out about Michael Jordan being silent when this man should be throwing his weight around because he's the most powerful guy in the game. So mm -hmm. I did a story with Craig Hodges and he ripped Michael Jordan for, um, uh, you know, his shoe stance, uh, mm -hmm. the fact that Michael Jordan wouldn't push a uh, black politician in North Carolina who was racing, going up against a uh, segregationist. And that's when the quote came out from Jordan, Republican buy shoes also. And that flipped 
Craig Hodges out and he just went off on Michael Jordan. Well, mm-hmm. here's what happened to Craig Hodges. <laughs> out of the league. And he, out and he the can league. Still shoot. I yeah. Oh, I, I remember still because, Craig, because Craig Hodges wasn't just um, uh, Michael Jordan's teammate. Craig Hodges wasn't just a member of the Chicago Bulls. Craig Hodges was just just was not just an NBA player. Craig Hodges was a leader in three-point shooting. Craig Hodges was a three-point shootout champion. And he was very vital to those early Bulls successful uh, teams uh, coming up. So this was a guy who, in a sense, is like Colin Kaepernick, who gave up, who sacrificed his career for uh, the betterment of his people. Uh, so I've always been a fan of Craig Hodges for that. I've always commended him for that. And again, growing up, I always admire people like that who stood out for something. And that's why we always emulated um, the Muhammad Ali's, the Jim Brown's, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Bill Russell's, the people who, uh, weren't afraid to speak out and use their social or their, their professional platform for social justice. Right. Now, if I do recall, Craig Hodges was out of the league the next year, but he still he was participated in three point shooting contest. Right. And did well. <laughs> Correct. So go for which, which is, a, well, it's, 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 a it's a message. It's a message. And again, it's systemic and it's uh, blasted through the media. You know, it's like, okay, you know, this is how, you know, don't, don't get out of line because this will happen. This is what's going to happen to you. I give you an example of something that blew my mind. um, That's parallel to this is there was a Senator and I forget his name, a black Senator uh, who during the rioting in the past, it was past two or three weeks, uh, went out publicly. He had on a shirt that had his name on it, Senator, whatever his name was. It was a neon green shirt, a bright shirt. He reported to the police that he was there with his group. This is what he will be doing. And this is who he is. And he still got harassed uh, roughed up a little bit and arrested. How right. does that happen? Or is that a yeah, message? <laughs> See, so that's what, you know, we, it's, it's, it's going to be a bitter fight. There's a lot going on. But, um, you know, I'm down for the people. I'm down for the cause. And I'm down for anybody that, that's not afraid to uh, fight an unjust system. I am too. And it, it's rough. It's rough to fight an unjust system. It's rough to go against the grain. You're gonna have to. You're gonna take some bullets along the way, but you got to be tough. Absolutely, you know, we got bullets yeah, too. Yeah. No, we got we got, we got guns too. We got a bop gun. <laughs> That's true. We not nobody is going to open the door for you. You got to kick it down. That's right. Like Biggie Smalls kicking the door, waving the fall fall. Put a slug on right. that beat. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
It's been a blast. You have a good time. We'll see you Thursday. Right. You're gonna be in Texas. Always, my brother. No, I'm, I'm I'm about to come up there soon. I'll be up there soon. I'll let you know. I gotta come in the studio. I miss you guys. I miss everybody. I'm All still right. I'm still I'm still watching from a distance, seeing what Whitmer is doing. <laughs> All right. She's about to shut it down again, man, because we we get yeah, over well, here. I'll be in Tejas. I'm working on my, my Espanol. <laughs> All right, man. Be good. Out of trouble. See you, my That's, brother. Uh, King and Foster, NRM Streamcast. We had a good time with the brother. Uh, we'll see you Thursday, 3 o'clock. And don't forget, we're streaming all the time, so check us out. Thank you.